Time to start, a good time to move in. I could sit back for a while and watch the room become a pub. I'd nod at men I'd seen before. The heat, unbelievable. The apartment, the block from the outside, reminded me of my old primary school. The car park at the front even looked like a deserted schoolyard. The wood of the main door was a bit rotten where the paint had gone. The door glass had chicken wire running through it. The stairs up to the first floor were wide enough for gangs of charging boys. And there was something about the light that came through the high window at the stairwell in the morning. It seemed exactly like the school stairs more than forty years ago. It wasn't an unpleasant sensation. My old primary school was only a couple of miles away. The secondary school was even nearer. The apartment was okay. I'd decided that almost immediately, even when it was empty and bare, and the letting agent, a nice young one in her early twenties, had let me in to see it. It was going to do. Fresh paint, I said. Yes, she said. Was there blood on the walls? She looked at me to make sure I was joking. I wasn't sure I was, but she smiled. It just needed, like, sprucing up. Fine. I wondered if the last tenant had died in here, in the kitchen section of the one big room, or in the bedroom I'd glanced into, or the bathroom. But I didn't ask her. I knew it would sound creepy, and I didn't really care. I'll take it, I said. Oh, cool. Am I your first client? Fourth. Does your dad run the business? No. Sorry, I said. I'm being stupid. It's okay. There were two windows. I looked out one of them and saw the car park, the low railing, trees, and the red brick houses across the street. I pointed down. Cats, I said. There were two of them, three of them, sitting under a Renault that looked like it hadn't been moved in a long time. They're all over the place, she said. She stood behind me. But they don't do anything like... Grand. I moved in two days later. I brought a bed from the old house and the Roberts radio that had been in our bedroom. The clothes I wanted filled one case. My sister brought me a kitchen table and two chairs. I drove out to Swords and got a TV, an armchair and a fridge in Harvey Norman's. I drove down to Supervalue and bought three of their big bags full of stuff. Coffee, tea bags, soup, apples, bananas, washing up liquid, a scourer, washing powder, brown bread, a baguette, tomatoes, salt. I half filled my new fridge and put things up on the corner shelves. I put the salt on the table and started my first shopping list. Pepper, etc. I sat in the armchair and watched Germany versus Ghana and felt happy enough. I decided my neighbours were prostitutes before I saw any of them. There was something about the apartment block when it wasn't a school when I wasn't on the stairs. It was East European, Soviet era. I was taking my trousers off the first night when I heard laughter above me, a woman laughing. She was being paid to laugh. It made some kind of sense. I was folding my trousers, but I was living dangerously, behind enemy lines. Somewhere in the building was the whore with the heart of gold waiting for me. She'd see what my wife couldn't see and fuck me. For nothing and cook for me, or let me cook for her. Pepper, etc. We'd watch football in bed. I'd hide her from her pimp. I'd get my son to beat him up. I was there three days, on my way down the stairs to my new local before I saw a neighbour. He was coming up the stairs, 
dragging a man bag like a big, balding schoolboy. He looked at me and nodded. He was twenty years younger than me and sweating. Great weather, I said. He didn't answer. I heard his door open. He didn't knock. He wasn't visiting a prostitute. Before I pulled open the front door. The next morning I saw my first woman. I was looking out the window at the seagulls. Someone had left the lid off one of the black wheelies and a gull had hauled the chicken carcass out of the bin and dropped it. There were three gulls fighting for it and another gang attacking the bin. The cats were under the reno, waiting. A taxi pulled up, out on the street. There was the usual delay, a back door opened, a bare foot, then the rest of the woman got out. She leaned against the low railing and put on her shoes as the taxi crawled away, up the street. She straightened up and walked into the car park. She was young, very young. Her knees in particular.